Hi there, and thanks for joining us for Stress to the Nines, a daily devotional from First Presbyterian Church of Fort Smith. Good evening. Let's begin. O God, come to our assistance. O Lord, hasten to help us. The Lord grant us a restful night and peace at the last. We are getting uh, even deeper into the funny parts of uh, the book of Esther, unless you're Haman, uh, and then it's less funny. But I want to remind you, as I tell you about the first part of chapter 6, that on the holiday of Purim, which we're going to talk about the end of Esther, um, that holiday itself, at the holiday, one of the things that um, the Jewish people will do even now is they will read the book of Esther aloud and they'll act it out and things like that. So I want you to imagine that as I tell you this next part. So we ended chapter five um, on Friday with uh, Haman just, he had everything going right in his world except for that burr in his side, which was Mordecai. And so his wife told him, oh, build some gallows and let's hang him on them. That'll make you feel better. And, uh, and so Mordecai did, or Haman, sorry, did. Um, build some gallows. Then in chapter 6, what we read is that the king is having um, trouble sleeping. And he's up at night, just walking around, trying to think through why he can't sleep. And it comes to him, remember way back when Mordecai heard at the king's gate about the plan to assassinate the king way back, um, and then told Esther, and Esther told the king, well, he's remembering that, and he's thinking, did we ever honor that guy, whoever that guy was? Did he ever get a medal or anything? Because that was a big deal. And so the next morning, he tells his servants, I've been thinking about this all night. I wonder who that was who did that for us and for me, and I want to honor him. And then he sees Haman, and he says this. He says, uh, the king says to Haman, what shall be done for the man whom the king wishes to honor? And Haman said to himself, whom would the king wish to honor more than me? And so Haman said to the king, oh, for the man whom the king wishes to honor, let royal robes be brought and a horse and a royal crown on his head. Let the robes and the horse be handed over to one of the king's most noble officials and let the robe the man, uh, let him robe the man the king wishes to honor. Let him conduct the man on horseback. Let him ride him through the city, proclaiming before him, thus shall it be done for the man whom the king wishes to honor, and on and on. And then the king said to Haman, quickly, take the robes and the horses you have said, and do so to the Jew Mordecai, who sits at the king's gate. Leave out nothing that you have mentioned. It was all such a good idea, Haman. Let's do it all. So Haman took the robes and the horse, and he rode Mordecai and led him riding through the open square of the city, proclaiming before him, Thus shall it be done for the man whom the king wishes to honor. Do you hear the belly laughs yet? You can imagine um, how this can be portrayed uh, with a lot of fun. So Mordecai spent the night building gallows, or Haman, I keep doing that. Haman uh, spent the night building gallows for Mordecai, and the king spent the night thinking about ways to honor Mordecai. We have sort of a very, very early version of that, last shall be first and the verse shall be last, right? 
And I think about Jesus's teaching on that and it can be so offensive. Uh, the first shall be last, that's offensive. Until I remember um, the great uh, Barbara Brown Taylor, one of the finest preachers, she did a sermon on that passage and the basic point was it's only offensive if you assume you're at the first. You're assuming your place in line. Um, most of us should assume we were last and then we were allowed in. We were Mordecai uh, and, and it was for the gallows for us and yet here um, the great reversal has taken place. So it is hard to feel gratitude in this time I think and yet it is incredibly important, maybe more important than ever, uh, to list our gratitudes and to, and to literally train our heart and mind um, to be grateful uh, during a hard time. So that's what our prayer will be about tonight. Let's pray. Lord, we do come to you grateful. There are so many hard things and we could name them for you. We could list them and it would go on all night. But for this moment, we want to say thank you. Thank you for the way you have carried us this far. Thank you for the beauty of creation around us, for the wind that blows and the sun that shines and the temperatures that are dropping. Thank you for the people you have placed on our path who have helped us become who we are. Thank you for the gift of our health that we were able to sit up this morning, breathe in and out, stand. Lord, thank you. Help us to always remember that even when we are last, you bring us in. It is in your name that we pray and together say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Phil will be with you in the morning and I'll see you tomorrow night. May the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine upon you and give you his peace, both now and forevermore. Amen. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Stress to the Nines. You can enjoy this daily devotional five days a week on the church's Facebook page at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. or continue to enjoy them on any of your favorite podcast platforms. Until the next time, peace.